Hello everybody, this is Errol Crockett. I'm your host of Crockett's Underground Marketing Journey. The purpose of this episode, or the purpose of this podcast, is to document my journey to achieve a Two Comma Club Award. Okay? And what that means, basically, is I'm going to attempt uh, to uh, learn how, figure out how to sell $1 million in products and service digitally, or online. Okay, so... Um, this episode is all about uh, why I decided to accept uh, this challenge. All right. So before I get started, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. Just give you a little backstory. Uh, I'm a University of Scranton graduate. I graduated from University of Scranton in 1980. I went to the University of Scranton on a basketball scholarship, on a full basketball scholarship. And uh, when I got to Scranton, I really didn't know what I wanted to study. I mean, actually, in the back of my mind, I thought I wanted to study psychology, but I was overruled by my dad who told me that I was going to study business. (laughs) And I I ended up studying business, okay? So uh, I graduated from the University of Scranton in 1980. My first job, uh, my first real big job out of college was with a company called Millican & Company. It was a textile firm in New York City. I believe that I had a fair uh, fair run at the Millican & Company. I, that's where I first uh, really learned the ins and outs of sales and business and so forth. Uh, really enjoyed my time uh, working at Millican. But uh, while I was at Millican, I really figured out that I really didn't want to work uh, the corporate life. Okay, I really... Uh, found out that I was the kind of person that kind of liked to work on my own, okay? So I really stepped out. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I saw other people that were being very successful as entrepreneurs. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I wanted to do too. So my mother had a small business. It wasn't a big business, but she was a hairdresser. She was a cosmetologist and she did rather well. I decided to follow my mother into the cosmetology business. So uh, while I worked at Millican in the textile, uh, at the textile company, I went to school at night and got a state board license so I can practice cosmetology. I worked at Macy's for a couple of years on the fifth floor at a company called Seligman and Lacks. You know, Macy's in New York City on 7th Avenue and Broadway. And uh, I really enjoyed myself doing that, but while I was doing it, I found out that uh, being a hairstylist, that really wasn't my lane. That's not what I did. I wasn't a great hairstylist. I only knew how to do one style. Everybody that sat in my chair got the same uh, size curls all over their head. Everybody I did looked like the loser to Little Orphan Annie lookalike contest. So... I decided that that wasn't really for me, but I was really more interested in the business side. So I started my first business. I really didn't know, you know, how to go about doing this. So, you know, I kind of took a leap and I started going to beauty supply stores and I told them what I was doing. I bought beauty supplies from beauty supply stores wholesale and they would they would discount me uh, so that I could make a profit. And I go back into the salons, mark the product up. And I found that the salons would buy the product from me. Now, you know, most of the cosmetologists knew at the time that they could get most of the products I was selling. They could get it cheaper. But I guess it was because I was there. It was convenient. 
they were working, they didn't have to stop and go get the product, I was able to make a profit. Okay, so I'd keep my finger on the pulse of the industry, uh, on the beauty industry, and I was noticing that most of my customers were telling me that they liked this product called Dudley Products. And I didn't know anything about Dudley Products, but I kept on hearing the name. So fast forward one day, I found out that there was going to be a show at the Jacob Javits Center, a hair show, a beauty uh, show. So I decided to go and I went to the show uh, really to find uh, potential manufacturers that would sell me product wholesale. And so, you know, maybe I could make a, uh, a make a better profit. So I got to the hair show and I ran into um, a young man by the name of Joel Dudley. And uh, I he, he ran a, co- a company called Dudley Products Company. And I'll tell you a lot, lot more about Mr. Dudley later because he turned out to be not just uh, some man that I met, but he turned out to be a mentor. Okay, so uh, he recruited me. I'll never forget what he said to me. He said he asked me uh, when I was gonna uh, when I was gonna come down and, and and work for him. And he he told me he he found out that I'd been to, to college. He was not a college grad uh, at the time, and uh, he t- he told me he said, "Hey, look," he said, "You've been to college." He said, "They've trained you." He said, "If you come work for me for a little while," he said, "I'll teach you how to think." And that was very attractive to me because he he was a very successful entrepreneur. And I wanted to get everything from him that I could and learn everything from him that I could because I really admired what he was doing. Okay. Uh, So I worked for Dudley for eight years. I did fairly well at Dudley. I rose to the position of, we call them area managers. It's kind of like a company's regional manager. I worked with uh, 16 other salespeople. I handled the northeastern part of the United States. And I think total we did something like five, uh, $5 million a year. And at the time, Dudley was uh, a company that was doing very well. I think it was 1993 that we made Black Enterprise top 100 black businesses in the United States. So we were doing very well. I had a, I had a great run at at Dudley Products and really, uh, really learned a lot. So uh, while I was there, I mean, I grew and one day I decided that I wanted to hop out and go ahead and try this entrepreneur thing for myself. I really admired what Mr. Dudley was doing. And so I decided that I wanted to, I wanted to do it too. So I started a company called Crockett and Company Inc. of where uh, the original mission of Crockett and Company was to sell um, uh, edu- educational products. In other words, I sold uh, seminars and workshops. I would grab uh, people who had advanced knowledge, advanced techniques in the beauty industry, and I would sell them to uh, hairdressers. Okay, so That didn't really work out. I wasn't making enough money doing that, so I had to kind of switch my plan. So I decided to take on a product. And the first product that I took on was a product called the Jane Carter Solution. Now, at the time I met Jane Carter, she was previously a customer of mine while I worked at Dudley, but she was starting her own line. And I think that she was maybe 10 years actually into uh, 
working with her line uh, before uh, we met again. And she stayed after me about taking the Jane Carter line because I think at the time, I remember Michael, her husband, they would tell me, say, wow, if, if we could only do $1,000 a week, uh, if we could only do $1,000 a week, we think we can get Jane Carter off. So I knew that I could do $1,000 a week selling beauty products. I've done close to five, $6,000 a week selling Dudley products in the same market. So it took me a long time. I turned her down for, had to be, had to be months because I was just kind of uh, tired. I was beat from selling beauty products while I worked for Dudley Products. And I just was of the attitude that I wanted to do something different. So finally, one day she gave me a call and she said, Crockett, she said, listen, you better go ahead and take this. She said, because uh, it's too expensive for Michael, that which was her husband, which was her primary help at the time. She said it was too, too much f- Uh, too expensive for Michael to do as a hobby. So if you don't take it, I'm getting ready to shut it down. So I said, hey, look, if you want to do it that bad, then you give me the exclusive right to distribute in the state of New Jersey, and I'll go ahead and take on Jane Carter. So I did, and I built the Jane Carter line in New Jersey, and uh, something happened, uh, something went wrong, and it's not very important, but for some reason, I wasn't able to uh, retain the exclusive right to distribute Jane Carter in New Jersey. So I decided it was time to stop distributing Jane Carter. So my next idea was, and which actually I had started at the same time, it was my second product called New Options. And the way I came about New Options was I was invited at one point to uh, be on a radio program to uh, speak to an audience about uh, sales and marketing. And while I was at the event, uh, there was a young lady uh, in the audience. Uh, Her name was Cheryl Marl. Now, I didn't know at the time, but she was the daughter of the famous product formulator. His name is Willie Marl. He's a fairly famous uh, formulator. As a matter of fact, he's so famous, he was in the movie that Chris Rock made. I don't know if you all remember this. It was called uh, Good Hair. He's the kind of the mad scientist guy. And, he, you know, they kind of made fun of him in the movie, but the guy is really brilliant. And he made a special product for me. Uh, it was a chemical-free hair softener that I absolutely loved. And I decided to take on as a private label product. So uh, Cheryl informed me that they were going to make product for me. They made product for me. I developed the whole line over it. I really did. uh, Actually, I did a a really fair job with new options. I think at my height, I sold a little bit over $300,000. Okay, so I don't want to go over in detail, but eventually... um, Uh, uh, something happened that really changed the course of events uh, for new options. Okay, so that's a little bit about my background. My desires, you know, my desires, I guess, were the same as anybody else. You know, I was doing this because I wanted to be, I wanted to get rich. I wanted to be famous. I wanted the nice house. I wanted the nice car. I wanted to be able to pay my bills. I wanted to be able to save money. Okay, and internally, I think my desires was I wanted to be I wanted to at least do as well as my mom and dad did. I think that was one of my 
main main driving forces. And we we came up. My mom and dad did very well. We lived in a great neighborhood, a great town, beautiful house. Uh, we never really wanted for anything. And uh, mom and dad did a great job. I wanted to make sure that I continued that for my children. Okay. The other the other internal desire that I have is I'm really big on self-respect. Okay. And also there's a premium for me on being free, on being able to create in the way that I want to create. I'm not real big on... Um, answering to someone else in supervision. Although I can do it, <laughs> but I don't typically like to. That's not really my personality. I'm more of a freestyle person, okay? So those were some of my uh, internal desires. So uh, like I said, uh, on this journey, just recently, actually, something really bad happened to me. Uh, I was going along very well. I was selling new options really all over the world. I uh, had a website uh, where I could uh, sell product uh, all over the world. And I originally got the website because I knew that I wasn't going to, uh, I knew that I wasn't going to develop a sales force. Okay, so I, I don't think I had the skill set Mr. Dudley had to, you know, have that much patience with people. I knew that I was going to be a one-man show, so I got a website. And the website uh, helped me to sell products uh, not all, not only all over the country, but all over the world. I mean, I sold new options online in the Netherlands. I've shipped to Belgium. I've shipped to Australia. Whereas uh, the Australia ship, I never forget the day I got the call from the guy, a guy from Australia uh, emailed me to find out how much it would cost to ship him one jar of my product, which at the time cost $28. The shipping cost $125, and he still bought it. You know, by, by that time, I knew I had arrived. I've sold products in London, Jamaica, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, you name it. I've, I sold products all over the world. It's the one thing the website uh, allows you to do is that you can work locally and sell globally. Okay, so I had a lot of um, a lot of success uh, selling new options. Okay, so I really wasn't finished. I really didn't get the line to where I needed it to go uh, when something really horrible happened. Uh, one day, uh, something happened to the company that I was buying uh, this very unique product from. And hey, it was my fault. I did not have a backup and I lost the line. Okay, so big mistake on my part. And uh, it really, uh, it really hurt. Okay, because first of all, I had to go back and get a job. And even to this day, I'm working for a energy company, whereas I sell electric utilities, gas utilities and home warranties. Okay, now I really enjoy doing this job. It's a great group and everything. But you gotta, you gotta know that it, after being self-employed like that for all those years, it really did, it really did hurt. So it was a huge body blow for me, a huge lesson learned, uh, and really I was kind of depressed and beside myself. But then I had an epiphany. 
uh, the epiphany was I realized that through the years of dealing with new options, I'd learned how to sell products and services online because I was involved in uh, content marketing. I'd learned how to do uh, search engine optimization. Uh, I learned how to, you know, implant links in my content to drive people back to my website. I learned how to analyze the data that I received uh, from uh, people visiting my website. I learned a whole new skill set about how to sell and market uh, online because previously all my experience was face-to-face sales. If I wanted to sell something in the beauty industry, I had to get in my car, go into the neighborhoods, and go from salon to salon. And typically, I would see anywhere from 20 to 30 salons a day. That was the way that I did business. But when I learned how to do business online, I learned a whole new skill set, and it really, really helped me out. So my plan is now uh, was to to actually sell products and services online because I got involved in affiliate marketing uh, and also more content marketing. But there was still a conflict because as I found out and I observed other marketers online, I found out that even though I knew, uh, I guess, a fair amount about digital marketing, I realized that Man, I had a lot to learn, so there was still a conflict. My achievement, though, was that I realized that I'd learned how to build websites. I learned how to build sales funnels. Uh, Sales funnels, I got to tell you guys, was uh, one of the heights of my achievement. The sales funnel is, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in future episodes, but the sales funnel was a real eye-opener for me because while I was selling new options, uh, I was able to uh, solicit 4,000 new customers uh, in a little bit over a year. And it really changed my business and changed my my outlook on how business is done. So we're going to talk about sales funnels in uh, some future episodes. But I realized that I'd learned how to build them and I learned how to use them. Uh, I learned to use face, the uh, Facebook advertising platform. I'm not just talking about boosts. I'm talking about the professional Facebook advertising platform, which can be a little bit complicated at times, but I learned to, how to uh, advertise and, and, uh, on that platform, which was a big win for me. Like I said, I learned how to analyze data, and I really kind of transformed myself and developed a new skill set. Okay, so the long and short of it was that there was a real there's a real transformation in my life. I discovered that I had a new talent and I had the ability to change. And I discovered that I had more options than I ever before. And now I have more hope again. I'm more positive about my ability to create new opportunities for myself and others. Okay, so that's the real reason why I'm doing this challenge. And... Like I said, it's this journey for me is I'm really excited. Uh, I met a young man online. His name is Russell Brunson. Uh, maybe some of you have heard of him, but right now I'm in uh, one of his classes called the One Funnel Away Challenge. And one of the challenges in this uh, course is 
to pick a medium, uh, whether it's YouTube or whether it's uh, a podcast or whether it's a blog, and to publish every day for 365 days in the year. And so I've accepted that challenge. I think it's a great challenge. And here's where I am today. So, you know, I really appreciate you guys coming along on this journey for me. It's really unscripted. Even uh, this first episode, I'm kind of, I was really kind of nervous to do this. The first time I've ever done this uh, like this. So I'm so glad that you guys are coming to join me and look forward to tomorrow's episode. Okay. Have a great night and thanks for joining me. Bye-bye now.